with a special occasion tonight. This is the first podcast, one of many going as well. So even after we're done with the three, we're still planning to continue that even on spring break. So does everyone want to introduce themselves? How are we doing tonight? Um, so I'm Blaine. Um, I'm doing great. Loving the rain. Uh, excited for this podcast too. the same we've been dancing in the rain and things like that so what about you know, spring break plans anything crazy besides you know studying law we plan on doing more episodes over spring break too as well i know b does she's going somewhere uh yeah i just plan on diving into legal systems you know So yeah, do we plan on taking a trip to Germany? Really, just really, just get into like the trenches of this, <laughs> and we can probably just really nail it home. That will get us a good grade on it. Yeah, that's what we're planning for. Sure. Um, so speaking of Germany, <laughs> um, wait, does anyone speak German at all in any other languages before we just jump in that? Because I don't want anyone just randomly start like speaking and it just you know just throws us off. Yeah, it makes us feel uncomfortable a little bit. You know, I actually know some German. Okay. I do know some words. I know how to say, like, I'm hungry, and I know some probably explicit, like, words that probably oh. aren't class appropriate. Very so I'll just leave it at that. So just like the language, the court systems is very interesting. Uh, yeah, so... So please ex- yeah, expound on that. Very interesting. The court system has a federal constitutional court, which is like the most highest court of all of them. And there's like some like other little courts, you know, like the ordinary courts, the social <coughs> labor courts, and financial courts, which there are like different tiers of them. Mm-hmm. And there's like 16 judges represented in the federal federal courts, and they're so that was interesting so one of the things I learned about Germany is that they have like 16 states or so so that kind of corresponds with the 16 judges do you guys know did you guys know that beforehand that Germany has like I guess states yeah so yeah that's something I just I wasn't aware of which is pretty interesting yeah and um I was surprised to find out how um, each like courses like the federal and the state they all have different types of judges so there's like um state judges who uh actually have like a lifetime tenure so i thought that was actually very interesting mm-hmm. and, and i guess all of these judges kind of unlike the u.s are operating under the civil law system so basing their rulings on procedure and So rather than, you know, past cases and things like that, so just, just pretty interesting legal code of principles as well. Um, I also know the state court, the state courts actually have the um, independence to, like, uh, 
to judicial decisions so they don't really need to follow they just make their own like decisions with sentencing and stuff there's no like specific guideline like kind of how the u.s so like murder might you have to have like at least like a minimum maybe like 20 years or something they can just you know have that use all their discretion yeah and one thing that i thought was really cool germany has like a maximum of 15 years in jail for like even serious crimes oh so like they only can have stay yeah. there oh wow okay. so there's which no- is like it's a little bit less <laughs> yeah. punishment wise than ours just like what 20 years or so mm-hmm. yeah which could probably benefit them with um they don't have like mass incarceration like we do here in the u.s yeah actually only 76 in 100,000 people in germany are in prison which is significantly lower than the number in the u.s yeah so yeah it could be a testament to a number of things just like our you know the mass incarceration is blame brought up so maybe some like the policies or laws or format or maybe you know crime rates are just lower but a lot of crime is not reported as well as we saw in the textbook so it's kind of interesting to see you know why that is why is that like a lower you know 15 or maybe to them it's not low so it'd be kind of interesting to know does anyone know about like is the crime rates in you know germany where that ranks or that's for another podcast yeah tune into the next one one. that's coming up so yeah so keep you on your toes for that um, yeah, so what did you guys find the most surprising, like, through your research and stuff? Well, actually, I they, Germany doesn't use jury trials, oh, yes. which yeah. was shocking to me. I guess we're just so used to seeing jury trials on TV and, like, online, so I didn't know that other places didn't use them. They actually use judges who are more active in cases rather than juries Mm -hmm. yeah they actually use um lay judges which are basically like um short term short short term um judges and they actually don't even need to um they just have to be a citizen with no record so they're just ordinary people and it's usually on criminal cases that they're on which i thought was crazy and also they don't even get to look at the file before so it's similar to like kind of like a jury where they can't have any bias or know anything really about the case beforehand so yeah i think lay judges are used in ordinary courts which deal with civil criminal family marriage laws and they're used in local courts and regional courts which are the lowest like courts in the system So speaking of judges, right? So how about that? Um, how about Judge Starr? We, you know, we got the uh, the the uh, yeah, yeah, the core observation. Thank you, B, for helping me out with that. Yeah. So yeah, great person, great vibes. We picked up. We were in the courtroom. She seemed like a kind lady. She was very calm, though. Very calm. She seemed very, you know, pretty neutral as well. But she seemed again, very knowledgeable. Yeah, very knowledgeable. But then mm-hmm. we also, you know, was she just doing that because we, she knew, you know, we're the audience, or is that, you know, normally how she is? Is the question at hand? So, you know, who knows? It's a mystery. Cover that on the next podcast, maybe. <laughs> we'll look into that. Maybe we'll just spend our spring break and maybe go to some trials since they're public <laughs> as well. So we, you know. 
Um, speaking of public trials, uh, during like federal, uh, like federal courts, the judges they don't have to even be um, judges. They just have to be. They can just be lawyers, and the public doesn't know the candidate or get to see any like public hearings. So it's not like open to the public mm-hmm. when electing the judge for the federal court, which is opposite of like you know the court system here where they have to, or not have to, where the courts are usually open to the public unless it's um, I believe for like juvenile cases, which they're a little more discreet on. So do you know if the public can go into any like, court sessions in Germany? Um, I'm not absolutely sure, but I. I know that it's not open to like the public for when they're electing a federal. Yeah, yeah. So like they don't know who the identity. Like they just know when the um, federal judge is elected. Interesting. That's interesting. So yeah, I guess the the judge and the um, attorneys have an interesting relationship. Seems the judges have a little bit more hands on, and you know, and specifically. You know, criminal court in criminal proceedings, the defendant's counsel usually presents the defendant's version of the facts, like to the court. So as opposed to, seems like you know they have the burden instead of you know. Whereas in America, you know, the prosecutor has the burden of truth as well. So it just seems like maybe the the trial process, that the procedures are just like a little different when it comes to you know Germany. Um, they also present the law, although they are not required to do so. Um, for the criminal proceedings also in their closing arguments counsel regularly they try to convince the court to exercise its discretion if applicable in favor of the defendant which is pretty interesting and also on the other side of that with the uh, the civil proceedings the counsel's role is to present the facts of the case to the court um, they are not legally required to present the applicable law but they generally do so the counsel may question witnesses once the judge has concluded their questioning, although the judge may still intervene in this process, so it seems like the judge um, maybe does a little bit of witness, you know, examining himself, ask the questions, a little bit of cross-examining, which is which is pretty interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, we don't see those on like Law and Order usually. Yeah. We just see that. I didn't see that. I, I watched them. You guys watch any of those shows like Law and oh, Order? Sure. I, I like Better Call Saul. There's a new season. I still have to watch it. <laughs> um, that's when I was into, but I just see all those around. Do you guys watch any of those, into any shows like that? Um, I'm very into those. Right now I'm watching Law and um, the Special Victims Unit, Law and Order. Speaking of Special Victims Units, um, so when making, uh, like, as Scott said, when making, like, sentencing and, like, um, going through like the whole trial, um, judges are actually super involved in the investigations compared to the U.S. How judges are more there to like listen to the um, the attorneys' arguments and like you know making sure every like um, they're in is they usually they there to I make think, well, like prosecutors. yeah yeah it's, it's like, like they, they have like a lot of power. Yeah. So they kind of come up with the charges and things like that. Yeah. Kind of the, yeah. Yeah. They're they use a different system than we do. Um, so yeah, they're very like 
they really decide a lot of things in the law system. So they play a really big part. And also, like, even like lawyers, you don't even need some court, some um, courts, you don't even have to be a judge. Because I believe that, you, like, being a lawyer and being a judge takes different um, schooling or something. So, in some courts, like, lawyers can just be a judge. And that kind of adds to their discretion because they'll have, like, they'll use what they've seen in the past to, like, make decisions. So speaking of, sorry to cut you off, were you going to say something? No, no, go ahead. Anyways, I was just, you know, you're talking about the process of becoming a judge and a lawyer. It's pretty interesting, especially uh, for Germany. Um, the path to becoming a lawyer in Germany can be a pretty long process. They say it takes at least seven years or more. And so, so when we look at, I guess, you know, the U.S., obviously, you have to have an undergrad degree, and it doesn't really matter. It can be like art, you know, underwater basket weaving, what have you. It can be any one of those things, just as long as you have a degree. But you do have to pass the LSAT in law schools, so you need like, uh, like three years, and then you have a bar exam, which varies state to state. Germany is um, seems like a, a lot kind of longer, kind of like strenuous process. So basically, you have to complete like a like an undergrad type of thing and that's four years but it has to be in law so you have to get, get a degree in law and also once you go through that you go through um you know law school i guess that generally takes you know three or more years or so but um the curriculum of law school is divided into like three main areas so it's a private public and criminal law and so you're required to kind of be well-rounded so i guess it's a little different maybe you pick a focus in the u.s or so which is like criminal contract what have you here you have to be well versed in all of these things so you private law you just need to know about you know commercial law and um they have german they have like five books of a german civil code or so as well as you just need to know that there's like a, a, a labor law and under public law german constitutional law criminal law so yeah and there's also um, there's the exam. So in the first few semesters, each mandatory subject has an exam at the end of the semester. You have to pass a, a specific number of these exams within each field. So, and all these kind of go together. So they usually pass out their, like, that bar after the second semester. Um, so it's like, it's, it's like a pretty long process, is what it seems. Um, so, like, in summary, the the system is predicated on thinking that the lawyer must understand the law and the system and can work if needed for each legal profession in the field of law. So that's like the rationale behind it, just kind of be like well-versed, like all over the place. And that was kind of interesting in chapter four, they kind of talked about, you know, the three important, you know, points about lawyers in the U.S. So we had Justice Powell, we had Justice Marshall, and they showed, you know, diverse legal practices, so maybe kind of similar and things like that, but there were some differences between Justice Powell and Marshall. Um, Powell kind of had corporate clients specialized in that. You know, Marshall, they, they had different backgrounds. So um, I thought that was pretty interesting. Um, but in Germany, it takes it like at least no less than seven years to finish. It can go on like a lot longer and things like that. Which is So they have to... Um they have to study like all types of law before specializing yeah so yeah and even yeah we mentioned earlier about like the 16 states mm -hmm. so i guess even you know that's in just germany like the country so if you were to want to practice maybe law you would have to 
in the state within Germany, you may have to like pass a test, you know, or something like that to be able to kind of like practice mm-hmm. in that um, area. Kind of like how it's similar to here, how we yeah. have to, yeah. um, you have to pass a bar for whatever yeah. state you want to practice Absolutely. in. Absolutely. Um, yeah, so uh, there's it depends on what um, type of like um, system you're looking at. So if you're looking at like the state system or the federal system, but like there are professional judges that the federal um, court um, is it's governed by the federal court, and all the pro- um, all of them are members of like the common corps, and they're recruited through common process and um, career and their career is governed by the federal law. So um, most of the time they are appointed and if it is through an election, it's not like an, a public one. So it's mostly through like government officials, like the government and stuff like that. But if you're looking at like the, the Supreme, Supreme Court, um, half the judges are actually elected by the parliament and half of them are by like representation of like German states. So they're chosen from, from the um yeah uh and so it's honest it's kind of different than the u.s how like we have there's different elections and you can be chosen like by the people there it's mostly by um the like government officials and the government basically so those professional judges they're all in ordinary courts right rather than like the specialized courts Mm -hmm. yeah Well, lay judges, like we were talking about earlier, they're actually just, um, they're just, like, politically appointed, and they're, like, non-professional judges, so they're kind of, like, got, they go through different process. Yeah. Sorry. No, it's okay. Um, so speaking of processes, it was pretty, you know, interesting as well, so, you know, in some cases, found this a little, you know, interesting as well. So, you know, we have, you know, a right to counsel. It's one of our rights is that we saw like in the Gideon case from chapter two. Um, so this is interesting. So in some cases in Germany, when the accused is charged with the offense punishable by a year or more of confinement, um, German law mandates the provision of counsel even if the accused doesn't wish it. So even if there's like, oh, I, you know, forego my right to, you know, legal counsel, mm-hmm. They don't even get that. They're like, no, we're gonna give you counsel. You don't oh. know what you're doing. So it, it just that I thought that was pretty interesting as well. Yeah, that's really cool. Kind of like um, almost a way they kind of are like protecting them. Yeah, because yeah. Yeah. They might not know what they're doing. They may think they have it under control. Yeah. It's like yeah, I can. I know what I did. I, I you know I can present an argument. You know I, I win arguments with my significant other all the time. So they may have some <laughs> false confidence. So I, that's pretty interesting. Would like give them kind of more rights or less rights because they don't have the option. But also, yeah, that, that's a good question. That's a good, that's a good, good um, topic to bring up, right? So, what do you think of that, Blaine? <laughs> um. So, what do I think? Um, I think that it, honestly, I feel like it gives you some rights in the end because if things go like all right, I feel like it would um. You know, if like you don't get convicted, you are, you're like, you know, you're saving your time and like you're not going to prison, basically. But I was actually wondering, um, 
do the lawyers get paid? As in, like, in those cases? Yeah, so actually, yeah, that's actually a good question. So the way they get paid is a little different. So attorney fees actually depend on the length of the trial, kind of like the complexity of the case. So it's not really like a flat fee. So they can be quite high if the trial takes, like, more than a day. Mm -hmm. Or... Yeah, so it's just kind of, yeah, kind of, I don't know how to say it. Maybe it's like, you know, we have like the civil cases here, just mm-hmm. like some lawyers who like will do it based on, you know, like the like the 30, 33% they'll get out of it or just the return oh, of case yeah, based yeah. on that. So I don't know. Um, so yeah, if, if the case is complex, it takes a while. Mm-hmm. Um, the, the fees will kind of be contingent upon that. Also, if the case is like a criminal case is acquitted, mm-hmm. The court generally pays the attorney, the attorney's fees instead of the client, which oh. is the interesting as well. Yeah. So I think that helps with like barriers to access mm-hmm. to justice as well. You know, yeah, so some sure. people can't afford those things. So mm-hmm. I think you know maybe they got a leg up. You know, we can learn something from that maybe, or you know, I don't know how. Yeah. So yeah, I thought that was yeah. a little interesting. You know, difference from that. But um, so when you said that the lawyer, like when they say they want to waive um, their right to not, like, to, like, a lawyer, they want to represent themselves, and the court would say, no, like, you, um, we're going to give you... I guess, I don't know, I don't know if they specifically, like, you know, waive it or so, uh-huh. or so maybe they, they just never had a choice to begin with. Maybe oh, it was just, so, okay. That was just, that just came with it, basically, okay. so... Yeah. No, that's... Yeah, yeah so... Okay. You know, for for us, maybe you know, we're thinking like maybe that was just always like a part of it that came mm-hmm. with it. It was just like you know, the peanut butter always came with the jelly, or so it's never like you yeah. know, you could choose one or another. It's always packaged together, type of thing, maybe. So I don't know, Germany. Yeah, gotta gotta visit Germany just to really touch base with what we're learning here, what we're reading about. Interested in like the specific courts and like how they kind of decide what courts decide on what. I know you looked at that. So um, the social courts decide more with um, dealing with the workers comp- and claims and unemployment payments and social security social security payments. Um, and the financial court deals with taxes. Labor court deals with collective bargaining and working conditions and unemployment. And the ordinary courts are criminal and civil matters with marriage and divorce and like the adoption. Oh, so that's in the civil court? That's in the ordinary courts. Oh, in the ordinary courts, okay. Ordinary courts and courts, just kind of like something that they look at when deciding things. I think that the federal law takes precedent over the the constitution. Um, yeah, the constitution oh, takes okay. precedent. Mm-hmm. But I mean, seeing as they operate under civil law, oh yeah, maybe it's different. Okay. Um, 
backtrack a little bit because I know we talked about how the judge is hands-on and I think we might even you know end on this it is a school night it's getting a little late so we just <laughs> make sure we're adequate rest to be successful students um, so yeah so we kind of talked about how the judge is a little bit more like hands-on as well so I thought this will leave off on this note this was interesting so in the German trial you know um, the judge not the defense counsel or the prosecutor you know obtains the testimony of the witnesses and I believe the kind of talked about that a little earlier but after the judge is finished that's when the prosecutor and the defense counsel will be permitted to question the witnesses um and the the aim is to obtain the truth from the witnesses by direct questioning rather than through examination and cross-examination so i think i previously previously said about you know they cross-examine or so the judge but does not do that it's more through kind of like questioning things like that so it's correcting myself we're bettering ourselves here um any final thoughts before we uh end this you know this great episode more to come i know you're looking forward to it any final great. thoughts um, last things to say before we wrap it up um i found the different judges how there's like different judges for each court um and like the differences in between them super interesting and like how different it was from the u.s i feel like it was um nice to understand and it kind of like made me wonder what if like we kind of changed our system a little bit but um we can talk about that in the next few podcasts yeah i know like looking at the different systems that we operate under it's kind of hard to to resist kind of questioning which system is better but and that's a whole nother topic a whole nother topic i don't think exactly. i can answer yet so i found interesting about like the differences of the courts here and the differences over there and how like there's like a lot more like there's like tears for like several courts they need to go through that they can go through than over here yeah, that's great that's great so um and that'll do it uh, have a blessed evening and that concludes episode one of our podcast.